Eugene Molero here at the 13th Annual Recruitment Retention Conference uh, in Nashville, Tennessee, and I'm here with Rob Hatchett, Vice President of Recruiting at Covenant Transport and based in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Uh, Rob, uh, the conference is going pretty well, a lot of insight and perspective here. Uh, if we can take a step back and tell me uh, briefly what you do at Covenant and also what are some of the strategies, in your opinion, for recruitment and retention? Okay, well, uh, I appreciate you having me. Uh, I love talking about truck drivers and about uh, uh, getting truck drivers to call Covenant home. That's what I think about 24-7, so thanks for the chance to talk. And, uh, uh, you know, one thing I think, and this is kind of cliche, uh, but it is so important to set expectations up front. Yeah. And that's something that it, we, we, recruiters sometimes get the reputation of just say what you need to say to get them here. And, and that's not our focus. Our focus is tell them what it's like here. And so for, for, for Covenant, when, when I think about our strategy, there, there are several things that we ask up front. Are you willing to run OTR? That, that's what we do. Everybody that comes in is running OTR. So we're not trying to tell them, oh, I've got a dedicated lane for you, or I've got some type of engineered lane. It's, it's you're going to be running OTR. So if you set that expectation up front, that, that's what's known. Number two, are you willing to be on a team? Because that's what we do. Yeah. And so if someone comes in thinking, I'm a solo, that's, that's not what we do at Covenant. We team people up and we bring in teams. And so automatically, if I've set the expectation, you're running OTR and you're going to be part of a team, then they walk in the door and, and, and it meets their expectation. Also, we out, we're out for 12 days and then we're home for a couple of days. Are, are you okay with that? If we set that expectation up front, exactly. people walk in and they get what they expect. And that's so cliche, but so often we don't do a good job of that in, the, in this world. We sell something that's really not what we're selling. So, so I think that's very important for recruiting and then also for the retention side. Because if they can come in and say, you told me this, and you did this, and I'm okay. I'm happy. And so I think that is, uh, I think that's very, very important. So I think knowing who you are, and we know who we are in terms of we're a team model, running OTR, that's what we do. And that helps us sell properly, and that is setting the right expectation. Talk about why you think the industry is struggling uh, to bring in new drivers. Bringing new drivers, you know, it's a, it's a reputation thing. Okay. And it is what, uh, I like to go to high schools, I present at high schools, and, and I start with the question is, what, what do you think about truck drivers? And, uh, and sometimes you don't get the best responses, not because they have any real knowledge, it's just the way TV paints them. Uh, or it's because they just know them driving next to them on the road. And they don't have an understanding of the profession that it really is. Another thing I like to do, and this is even at a conference like this, I like to ask the question to the group, how many of you have encouraged your child to be a truck driver? The number of hands that go up, even at a trucking conference, are very, very few. Exactly. So we have a generation that is not bringing up their kids to respect our industry, and so now we're kind of behind the ball and we're having to go out and present to the younger generation this image that we know is a very professional image. And, and the economy needs our industry. They need professional drivers. We're paying more money than we have in a long, long time. It's just we got to get that message out. So, uh, so I think, and again, when I go back to Covenant in our model, uh, we're seeing more and more teams come in because after one year, they're making about $120,000 a year. So if you have two people come in that are wanting to team together, it's good money. Yeah. And so 
we see a good number of teams coming in that we train from day one. So, so we're very thankful that the message of our model seems to be getting out to some of those uh, uh, husband, wives, brothers, whatever the connection is. And they're going. There's there's good money to be made in a professional environment, but it takes all carriers and all trucking associations working together to really paint the the professional image that we know we are. It's just we got to get the world to see that. Now, at this conference, there's been a lot of talk about wages. Uh, the economists this morning addressed that. I've been at several panels where they brought that up. Uh, you think that that message is getting out there, that, that some firms do pay and there is money to be made out there? Yeah, slowly but surely. Okay. Uh, and, and the tough thing is, is that when you come into the industry, those first few months, the way most trucking companies are designed for for student pay, we call it, or your, again, your first month in the industry, it's it's not the big dollars. Yeah. And so that's one thing that uh, you look at. If we could increase those first few months of student pay or or new driver pay, that would certainly help out because you normally got to get about that four or five month mark to you get the big pay increases. And so, um, so I think the message is is getting out. Out there, uh, but it's just it can't get out there quick enough to get the new drivers to replace the drivers that are that are exiting. Uh, and so the good thing right now is we sit here in February. Uh, we don't have a driver shortage. I mean, I read so much about driver shortage. There's not a there's a freight shortage right now, uh -huh. and so we're having to say, can we grow our fleet right now? Of course, we'd love to grow our fleet, but if the freight's not there, and so now that's a temporary thing. And I say that right now because it's like let's get as many people as we can get in right now because there's not a shortage, so that we can be prepared because we know if GDP does anything, if it goes up at all. Yep. There's going to be a driver shortage. Yep. Now we're sitting back waiting. Okay, GDP, let's go. And uh, and when that happens, we will be in that. So our hope is let's just build them up right now, get in as many people. And uh, and so when the when the shortage does happen, when electronic logs do kick in, when all this stuff coming down the road, we know this stuff's going to happen, uh, is, is that we can be prepared. But it starts with bringing people into industry right now, today. Exactly. And Rob, this is day one of the conference. Is there... Uh, one theme or one insight that you've gained uh, so far? Uh, one, are you surprised about a certain nugget that somebody said uh, that you're, this is going to be a takeaway? You know, it's interesting. So this is recruiting and retention. And so sometimes you look at it two separately, but then a lot of times it goes it goes hand in hand. And and I think one thing that's important for all carriers is to uh, is to be realistic about uh, about your retention. And that is, uh, what's, a, what's a real number? We bring in a lot of students. And there's a lot of carriers that bring in students. Well, your turnover is always going to be higher because students, they haven't really decided that they love trucking yet. And they may go out for two weeks and just decide, being a truck driver is not what I thought it was going to be. I can't be away from my family. And they just give up the industry. Nothing to do with the carrier. Well, because of that, you know your turnover is going to be higher. And so uh, and so each carrier needs to kind of set a, a realistic expectation of here's our turnover. But then you got to watch and say, where are the times where we could have done better? Where are the times where you, we messed up on the payroll and that was our fault? Where's the times where we should have got somebody home and we were a day late? That was our fault. And I think you see, and as I hear carriers, and as I think about our meetings at Covenant, the focus is every driver is precious. And yet we all make mistakes. But we can't afford to mess up on the payroll. We can't afford to get home a day late. We started a new home time guarantee. And that is every day a professional driver is late, if they're late, oh, wow. it's 100 extra dollars. 
Because that way they know we've got skin in the game. It is important wow. that if we're asking you to be out at least 12 days at a time and we don't get you home, we're going to pay you more money. Now, our goal is to pay $0 because that means we got you home every single time when you're supposed to get home. Wow. But we're trying to show them we believe this is important. And so it's things like that to show every driver you are important to us when it comes to payroll, your pay, when it comes to getting home. And so the more we can do that, because we believe that, we've just got to show it every day. The more we can do that, that will help us uh, in terms of retaining drivers, which is obviously a, a goal of every carrier out there. Correct. And how have the drivers responded to that? Oh, it's, it's fantastic. I can imagine. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And so, so uh, just to let you know, we average paying out about $3,000 a month. Okay. Now, you think about that. That's 30 days. Yeah. So we've got 2,400 drivers, mm. and that's 30 days a month. That's not bad. That means yep. we're keeping our word that's to right. say, you want to be home on Wednesday, and we got you home on Wednesday. And so that lets them know, because before, or, or maybe some places, is if, if you don't have that, what happens if you get home late? They say, I'm sorry? What does that do that I missed my doctor's appointment or I missed my kid's game? Exactly. And so we're trying to say, no, we know that's important and we're, we're going to pay you money. And then we watch the fleet manager because that's obviously with driver's license. Well, my fleet management, because we can go, God, you can't, you've got to make sure you keep your word and get them home. So it's been a great thing for us uh, to, to let our drivers know how important we think this is. Rob, I want to thank you for joining ttnews.com and to take time to chat with us. Yes, I appreciate the opportunity. Okay, thank you. Thank you, Gene.